Disclosure. This podcast is intended for adults only and is not recommended for the young or the weak of heart. I will be proceeding with adult content. Hello and welcome to the show. This podcast is dedicated to a murderer. This podcast is dedicated to a convicted murderer. His name is Micah Lynn Wines. M-I-C-A-H Micah Lynn L-Y-N-N Wines. W-Y-N-E-S of Liberty, Missouri. He is convicted of murdering U.S. Air Force veteran and aircraft mechanic Donald Christopher Haddon, July 2015. The victim was 33-year-old who was shot several times by someone who portrayed himself to be a friend of the victim at the time of the murder. Micah Lynn Wines pled guilty to second-degree murder in February 2019 in Clinton County, Missouri courthouse and received a sentence of 28 years for his crime. Now everyone knows he's a murderer. He admitted to it in court. Michael Lynn Wines gave details to his crime. He claimed to have found jailhouse Jesus and wanted the judge to go mercifully on him as he begged the courts for a 10-year sentence. The judge must have experience dealing with people who try to use Jesus as a scapegoat because he slapped Micah Wines with 28 years when 20 years was the plea agreement. He was on probation when he committed the crime. Micah Lynn Wines of Liberty, Missouri, the murderer of Donald Christopher Haddon, is also a suspect in another murder. April 15th. 2009, Micah Lynn Wines is a suspect in the death of Michael James Labarge. Michael Labarge is also a friend of Micah Lynn Wines. They are together at a bowling alley party. They have a confrontation. Michael Labarge is killed at an apartment in a complex at a party in front of several witnesses. The year was 2009, but those in attendance at the party did have cell phones. Most were on Facebook. However, no one at the party called 911 the night Michael Labarge was killed. 911 was called three times, but by a neighbor that lived in the apartment complex, not by anyone at that party, not one person at that party called 911 to report anything. The first two calls from the neighbor were noise complaints. The third call was for a fight in the parking lot and a red truck leaving the scene. A police officer en route to the scene heard radio calls for the red truck leaving the scene and happened to pull up behind a red truck. It was Micah Lynn Wines leaving the scene in a red pickup truck. First thing Micah Lynn Wines did was lie to police officers. He stated he left the scene before the confrontation came to be physical.
I have spoke in previous podcasts about the tenant of the apartment hosting the party. I believe him to know information that was not shared with detectives. Every person at that party officially stated they couldn't recall who was fighting or they weren't paying attention when the victim was murdered on the living room floor. They are unsure what happened to cause the apartment to be in such disarray. The kitchen table is knocked over with a large glass top laying against the wall and the kitchen chairs are shoved over and there's blood on the wall and the blinds leading to the sliding glass door. The case is currently closed due to a lack of cooperation of eyewitnesses. Michael LaBarge's mother has to live with the burden of knowing her son was murdered and no one can stand up and say the truth. No one will say what happened. Every partier at the scene of the crime is either a material witness or a suspect. There is no statute of limitations on being dumb or humiliated. I have a photograph of the night the victim died. There are 19 people in that photo. That includes the victim. There should be 18 eyewitnesses. There should be 18 affidavits stating everything that happened at that bowling alley. Everyone's drinking. Someone has a bad temper. And it turns into a motive for murder. Within a few minutes, everyone's life changes forever but not as much as the victim's mother. The victim's mother never gets a good night's rest. She carries worry and sadness in her bones for the rest of her days on earth, all because of a meaningless act at a party her son attended and the lack of cooperation of eyewitnesses. That was 10 years ago in 2009. What could some of the repercussions be for allowing a murderer to go free? How good does a confession feel? Of all the partygoers that night, Michael LaBarge worked for Applebee's and everyone else worked at the Olive Garden in Gladstone, Missouri. The victim was alone. Micah Lynn Wines was surrounded by his co-workers, the people he saw every day, and they feared him. That's why nobody spoke up and told the truth. Well, Micah Lynn Wines is in jail today and cannot harm you out here in the free world. You have your families, you have your career, your life is still going, but not, not Michael LaBarge. His bones are in a casket that his family had to pay for. If you were there, if you were one of the 19 people in the photograph at the bowling alley that night, please write a letter to the Gladstone, Missouri Police Department. Please give a truthful testament to the events on that late night, early morning hours that Michael LaBarge was murdered. A 
A woman contacted me through Facebook stating she is a friend of Micah Wines. She stated that Micah was living in Florida at the time of Michael LaBarge's murder. It is true that Micah Lynn Wines moved to Florida to stay with his aunt in 2009, but it was suspiciously right after Michael LaBarge was murdered. He left town and he left the state. Micah Lynn Wines' name is on the police reports from the night Michael LaBarge was murdered. The EMS and the police reports both state that the tenant of the apartment did attempt CPR on the victim and that the victim had dried blood around his mouth. Also, the EMS reports bystanders stated the victim got jumped. What else does Micah Lynn Wines have in his past? We know of the absolute murder of Donald Christopher Haddon. We know he's a killer. We know he is a suspect in the murder of Michael LaBarge. So he's a suspect in 2009 and a convicted murderer in 2015. But in July of 2014, Micah Lynn Wines was employed at a funeral home. He was sued in the Missouri courts for mutilating the body of a deceased man. Micah Lynn Wines used hate tactics on the family of the deceased man in an attempt to have family sign paperwork illegally after he had burned the dead man's face and neck so severely the family was unable to have an open casket funeral. The family was awarded monies in February of 2015. Michael Lynn Wines is court ordered to pay the deceased man's family $1,113 per month. He walks out of the court knowing he has to pay this money and just five months later his act of murder lands him where he is today. Now Michael Lynn Wines spends his days in prison. He's playing cards with people he acquainted himself with over the years in all his county jail sentences. He's finally made it to the big house. Let's do our part to help keep him there. I want to encourage anyone who has information on the Michael James Labarge case to come forward. I want you to speak your part. Let justice be served. So this scumbag, Micah Lynn Wines, can stay right where he is. He can stay right where he belongs, behind bars. Think about the burden that would be lifted from Michael LaBarge's family and loved ones. Help me help them truly rest in peace and speak your part. Think about the definition of the term serial killer. Micah Lynn Wines 
is a suspect in the murder of Michael Labarge, then mutilates the body of a human being, maybe someone he knew, and then goes on to commit murder for real, flat out, admitted, never turn back again, murder. Where is his notification certificate? Because he fits the bill. If you need something eerie about the two cases separated by six years, Google and compare photographs of Michael Labarge to images of Donald Christopher Haddon. The resemblance between the two is so shockingly familiar that you would think they're related. You would think they're brothers. I am asking for help to open a closed homicide case from April the 15th, 2009 in Gladstone, Missouri. Michael Labarge was drinking with friends at a bowling alley. The party carries over to an apartment. Everyone is drinking. Michael Labarge is murdered on the living room carpet. Someone was texting Michael Labarge earlier that night. The text messages he sends back indicate he has a problem with someone. He was arguing with someone. He physically fought and lost the fight of his life. And there were witnesses. People were there. They saw what happened. The time to come forward is now. Micah Lynn Wines was caught. And then he confessed to one. But Donald Christopher Haddon's mother knows her son was shot five times with a shotgun. Being a friend to Micah Wines has been a death sentence given to his friend and given by him. He should remain in prison and the best way to do that is to put more time on his 28 years. If you were in Gladstone, Missouri and you were at Ladies Night Tuesday, April 14th, 2009 at the bowling alley and you know of a disagreement or of a rumor that someone was gonna get their ass beat or whatever the story is, if you have knowledge of this night and of this case, this plea I make is to you. Let's not wait until Micah Wine's sleep mat is warm in his cell, okay? Let's let him know while it's still cold that we know what he is. We know who he judged in the execution that he performed. This is going to be the last podcast in this series. The order of these podcasts that I've made are as follows. The very first one is the aftermath of a Kansas City necktie party. And oddly enough, that shows up in the middle of my list there, but that's the first one is the aftermath of a Kansas City necktie party 2009. The second one is snitches get stitches. The third one is murder victim's birthday. The fourth one is the EMS report. 
The fifth one is asphyxia and blunt force trauma. The sixth one is a theory of what could have happened. In the final podcast, this is it, no more. And of course, this one, Micah L. Wines, and L stands for Lynn. I'm sure he didn't like that. Maybe that's what's wrong with him. Maybe that's why he can't make friends. That's why he feels like he's got to kill friends because his middle name was Lynn. Maybe it's a family name and it's a nice name, but maybe it falls under the category is that's why don't you name you don't name your boy Sue. I don't know, but I do know he's a murderer and he needs to stay in jail. So if you have information on the Michael LaBarge case, your help is needed. Thank you.